In today's episode, we're talking about five ways to develop an attitude of gratitude. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And I help entrepreneurs to break free from the limiting beliefs, reverse their money shame and to blast through the money blocks. And today we're talking about developing an attitude of gratitude. Now, I've done a number of, um, I think, episodes on this topic, but I thought I really want to focus on on ways to develop this habit of of having a constant gratitude towards everything. And even those things which you think, you know, are supposedly bad things or unexpectedly adverse things, etc. And I I I really do believe I you need to practice what you preach. And I'm sharing this with you. Use an example that happened in my life recently. I have shared with you how grateful I was when I had my accident back in end, end of March, beginning of April. Um, of this year and how I was I was really really grateful that the fact that it could have been a lot worse and the fact that my son escaped unscratched and universe advanced energy has a way to test you and today I'm come this episode's coming and it's coming slightly later again um, because it's coming in the back of my uh, my son who had to go and uh, undergo emergency surgery so we went, we found out on, well, on Thursday, he developed this really pain, severe pain, but it wasn't as severe as it could have been or should have been. But it was um, quite painful for him. So we went through the normal procedure, found out that it's a possibility that it could be appendicitis. And now because of this, there was no temperature on him and his pain threshold is high, but it wasn't, he wasn't constantly crying. And, you know, he, it was control, it, it was... He, he, and when he took paracetamol and I prefer, it was somewhat under control, which with appendicitis, acute appendicitis, that's not the case. So, and the reason why I'm sharing this with you, because this was quite traumatic for us over the weekend, over those, the last few days. And it could have been a lot, it, it, it didn't, I thought it was, it, it, the, the doctor suspected it to be, but nobody was 100% sure because the symptoms weren't there and so forth. So they went ahead and they said they'll, they'll do a blood test and they'll do, and then do they'll do a scan to find out whether it is. They didn't want to operate unnecessarily. And in the blood test, there were high infection markers. But, um, you know, but they were still not the temperature and so forth. So, you know, there were two people, you know, we went to the A&E and the, the even the nighttime surgery um, surgical team, the doctor said he's not really sure. He can't be 100% sure that it is. He's 70% sure, not really. And that in the morning, they'll do a scan to ascertain what it, what, what it is. The morning team came and I cannot express my gratitude for this individual. And, and, I, and I want you to understand throughout this time, I was very calm and I would have been, I should have been panicking, but I had this sense of calmness that whatever's happening, my son's going to be fine and devices is going to take care of my son and everything's going to be okay. 
And so in the morning, but keep in mind, he, no, nobody gave him any antibiotics at nighttime, but he was admitted into the hospital. They didn't send us back home. Normally, I hear in, situ- in similar situations, they send you back home until the pain gets really severe. So um, we were admitted um, and we stayed overnight. And in the morning, the surgical team came, the new, the, the morning surgical team came and the consultant was an experienced consultant. And I cannot express how grateful I am to this individual. He, he examined my son and he said, I'm pretty sure this is acute appendicitis and I, I don't want to wait for the scan. And, um, you know, he he basically said, you know, has he been given antibiotics? I said, no. And he almost went into panic mode. He did, he had about four or five team members, you know, obviously junior members who was training. He didn't ask anybody. He went searching for the, the nurse himself. Like, you know, who's his nurse? Carla, Carla, Carla. He went searching for her. That got me a bit nervous thinking, oh, okay. Um, but anyhow, um, antibodies were given to him my son immediately and everything was fine and he he put him on the urgence list and he was you know within a few hours the operation took place now I didn't know until the next day when the actual surgeon came and spoke to me that his symptoms are usually the ones where which are misdiagnosed or misinterpreted for just appendicitis not acute appendicitis so that it's not usual for you know it's it was very very fortunate that we we caught it in time when they operated on him the appendix was actually covered by the bowel and therefore it wasn't touching the parts of bowel which they would normally and therefore would cause that severe pain so his pain was less but it also meant that his body had um, apart from the infection markers there were other things there so basically long story short it was highly possible that Somebody else could have looked at him and misdiagnosed and sent him home. And there are many examples of it. They're rare, but there are many examples of them where people are sent home with this and the the appendix ruptures. So Ayans, when they operated on my son, his appendix was fully inflamed and obviously was, you know, at a dangerous point. However, they did the surgery and the appendix was removed and everything worked out. Now, why am I sharing the story with you? I want to highlight to you that throughout this incident, I was always grateful. Even before I knew what had happened and you know, until I spoke to the doctor the day after, I, I was still grateful. I was grateful that my son was there. I was so grateful that my son was being treated. I didn't think for a second that he was being mistreated or that you know they were misdiagnosed or um, you know there was, was unnecessary surgery. I thought, you know what, even if it is, it doesn't matter, I get the appendix rid of it. I'm not going to risk it. And... Uh, when the surgeon actually told me what had happened and what's, what could have happened, all I could think of how grateful I was to Devices Energy. So I, all I saw in this whole incident was how miraculously Devices Energy took care of me, my, of my son, my brother. You know, he, he because of the positioning of the appendix, his pain was not as severe as it should have been. He did not have high temperature. He didn't have, he vomited twice, but not as severely. And so even though he had the symptoms, the symptoms were mild compared to what he should have had. So he didn't go through as much ordeal as he would have done. However, it was picked up by my my GP, by, by one, 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 and uh, GP and so forth. I went through the whole, whole procedure and my, my GP and the surgeon and, and so forth. So he was taken care of really, really well. And the surgery went and within three weeks, he was going to fully recover, inshallah. So my son, Alhamdulillah, has gone through, had had did go through this ordeal, but he went through it really smoothly. 
every step of the way, Divine Synergy had taken care of my son. And I can see that. And that is more powerful to me than the fact that my son had it. So, you know, you know, I didn't sit there moan and groan. Why is my 11-year-old going through such ordeal and such pain? And, you know, he, he, he's such a young boy. He shouldn't go through surgery and whatever else. I was nothing but gratitude. And since I spoke to the doctor, I have been nothing but gratitude, you know, grateful to the entire to the medical team, to to Devices Energy for how you know how everything happened, and the reason why I share this with you, and this is why I thought this episode would be great for us to share these five ways to become grateful, is you need to get into the habit of seeing the good of in any situation because I've trained my mind to sh- see the good in every situation. I can be grateful regardless of what happens. And the recent few incidents that have happened has shown me this. Uh, you know, we've had one thing after another this year, but every time something happens, I see the bright side. I see how amazing uh, we are and how much worse it could have been and, and so forth. And these things I'm going to list for you today to, you know, to, to develop this attitude of gratitude for you on a daily basis. But it highlights, you know, how important it is, Mika. And when you have an attitude of gratitude, nothing will ever, ever bad happen to you. Yes, you may have hardships. Yes, you may have, you know, uh, trials and turbulations. Yes, you may have difficult situations like I did. I mean, I talk about gratitude all the time and I'm, I'm very, very grateful to Divine Synergy, Allah subhanahu wa all the time. Yet I have been through one thing after another this year, but there could have been so much worse. Uh, starting from my accident that happened, that freak accident that happened, that could have taken away my knees. It could have decapitated me. I could have lost my, my knees. I didn't. I had a, a really freak accident, a really horrific accident, yet I was on my feet within a few days and was walking and now I'm almost fully healed. Uh, you know, I, I came back and then I had a sciatica. People suffer for that really badly for a long period of time. I got cleared that within a few weeks. And then I had COVID and then my, and literally, uh, you know, and then I had COVID, which was quite severe. And then a month later, it's like every month something else happened. And then my, my son, with, with the, literally a month later, my son, literally at the, end, at the end of August now, or beginning of September had to, you know, we've had this issue with acute appendicitis. But I am so grateful. Every time I was put into a difficult situation, divine energy took me out of it. So I hope you, I've shared my experience of why being grateful is so important, that you too would take these tips I'm about to make and share with you and take them seriously and actually develop this attitude of gratitude. Because I promise you, this attitude of gratitude will get you so much further compared to any of your hard work, compared to any of your other hustle, uh, you know, things you're doing, any other strategy that you employ in your business or your online business, offline business. There's nothing more that you can develop or do for yourself that would give you greater results than developing an attitude of gratitude. So I really am stressing you how important this is. And I've shared my my own story, my journey, my recent journey, especially as a mother. And you guys know how my life revolves around on my, my two kids. They're, they're my world. And for me to go through that with my son and tell you, sit here and tell you how grateful I am to devise this energy, you know, notwithstanding what happened to him recently, it really shows to you how powerfully, how strongly I feel that you need to develop an attitude of gratitude. So without further ado, after all of that, let's talk about the five ways to develop an attitude of gratitude. The very first thing I think you, I really believe that it's really important, especially when you're first starting out. And I give this to my, to people who are, who come work with me at a deeper level, my mastermind and so forth, is you need to get a journal. I know everyone talks about journal, but I really do believe this is important get a journal and I want you to start start off very simply, write five things that you are grateful for in the morning and evening. And I think morning and evening is important. You can't just do it once. I, I normally do it this way, that in the morning, you, things you're grateful for and the evening, things you received. 
that way you become a good receiver because you, if you if you're being if you're showing things that you you know recognizing things you receive you're grateful for it anyway so it's a different way of of practicing gratitude based with the with the attitude of um, it's also receive you know developing your receiving muscle as well because we you know we, a, lot, a lot of people are good receivers so in the morning write five things that you are grateful for it could be and i try to keep things different so when we do this with my kids i say you can't repeat something that you said yesterday so or, or you can't repeat something in the, in the same few days you know we try to get think of different things and there are so many things to be grateful for but i only write five things that you are grateful for and in the evening um i want you to um, you can write either five things you're grateful for, or you can write five things you've received. Either way, it doesn't really matter, but it's practicing those that that receiving muscle and and thinking of ways to be grateful to divine synergy. So that's your uh, your your gratitude journal. That's that's one easy way to implement in your life and takes you a few minutes in the morning, five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the evening, and you're done. It's not a long process that you think, oh no, it's too much. I can't be asked to do it. You know, I can't be bothered today. You have to develop the discipline to do these small steps every single day, be consistent with them. And when you are consistent with your small steps, you find your life takes big heaps, big steps in, in the direction that you want to go. So that's step number one. I mean, that's one one of the tips, one of the easiest ones, I think, to do implement into life. Number two is I want you to do what I just did in both situations. So I've expect in another podcast episode I showed I shared with you what happened with my accident back in uh back in end of March of this year in 2022. And and I've just literally at the beginning of this episode shared with you a ordeal that I went through with my son recently in the last few days with his acute appendicitis. And if you notice, I've explained the situation to you, but I am not. I'm not stressed. I'm not um, ungrateful. I'm not like, why me? Why my child? And why do all these things happen to me? I don't have any of that, you know, um, mental attitude towards it. I don't have any negative feelings to divine synergy or the situation. I look at the positives. I look how much worse it could have been. I I, I realize that divine energy has has saved me, has protected me, has made it easier for me to go through. Yes, it was destined for me as part of my my life path, whatever we know. Who knows? But it could have been so much worse, but it wasn't. And every time something like that happens, because I have this really positive attitude, I focus on, okay, this has happened. Okay, it could have been a lot worse. It's it's fine. It's okay. Let's see how we can come out of it and, you know, and what good will come out of it. Because I'm always looking for something good, because I'm always looking for how it could, you know, how uh, uh, you know, how device energy has saved me, has protected me, has has been kind to me, I find those reasons. Okay, you you know, remember your your brain looks for things that you that you you believe. Because I believe God is good all time, I feel and I believe from the core of my being that divine's energy, Allah Spandala is always you know, taking care of me, is always protecting me, is always guiding me. So when things happen in my life, I believe okay, God has done this for a reason. So therefore, things will happen to me. Uh, we, we, nothing bad can happen to me. And if it's happening, it's happening with you know with with the divine energy's consent. And there must be some good in it. There must be a way that this is could be, you know this would be for my benefit. And even if it cannot be for my benefit, like the cute pen side, that I can't see a benefit in that. I know for a fact they could have been a lot worse. It could have been misdiagnosed. They could have, we could have been sent home, and we could have been in a lot more worse situation than we are right now. But nothing like that happened. We actually went through very smoothly. My son had, um, you know, very um, smooth procedure, and he had a, a, his surgery was successful. And he's recovering really, really well. And in a week's time, by the end of the week, he'll be back at school. Right? He misses a few days, so what? You know, he goes to school at the end of the week. 
and your life goes back to normal, right? So look for look for ways that you can be grateful for even in the darkest times. This is going to be crucial for you to develop this attitude of gratitude. Doesn't matter what the situation is outside of you, it's that situation, you know, are you going to let that situation impact you or are you going to choose how you feel in that moment in time, irrespective of what's going on outside? That's up to you. It's your choice. And this is where I'm telling you, take the power back. So, and the easiest way to see is, okay, it is what it is. It could have been a lot worse. I'm grateful that it isn't. I'm going to deal with it. And you deal with it. Simple as that. Right. So this is why I've shared my and I'm, I share my life very candidly, very openly with you guys, because I'm an open book. But I also want you to understand anything I'm teaching you, anything I'm t- t- talking to you about through this medium, through the podcast or, the, or YouTube or however you are listening to this, listening to this podcast at the moment. I am telling you to do things that I'm doing and implementing in my life. And I don't think in my life, a time when my son was going through this really terrible ordeal, I could be more um, open and uh, and uh, grateful for about it because this is the moment I could have been, I could have gone into the victim mode. I could have gone into that that fear mode. Yet I went, I instead of leaning into fear, I, le- I leaned into faith and I trusted my son to take care of my son, to take care of us and for things to happen in, in a smooth way. And they did, right? So this is where I want you to see, I'm, I'm showing you by my example that this truly works. And this is why I'm sharing this, um, these ideas with you. So this step number two, to look at the situation, realize, you know, think about how, how it's benefiting you. What's the benefit in a situation or how, what can you be grateful about it in that situation? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. And so, uh, my and I want to tell you something for those of you who are parents. You know, it was funny that my my son's very very smiley and he's a happy go lucky boy. He's a lovely 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 boy, but. I remember that, you know, in his situation, he kept saying, they asked him, how are you? And he said, I'm okay. Well, how's your pain? Okay. And then I have to ask him, I have to say, okay, on a scale of one to 10, Ayan, how's, how bad is your pain? And then he will say eight, right? But he was still smiling. And I, and uh, even, and I think as soon as, a few hours after the operation, he got up and walked and was doing a little thing. And they're like, they were amazed without painkillers, you know, um, he he didn't ask for painkillers the whole night. And he, he was doing the thing, you know, he was recovering beautifully, mashallah. But I remember that's the example that I led for him. So when he when I went to the hospital, he came to the hospital with me when I had my accident back in uh, end of March. And because I knew he was with me and he was the driver of the buggy and I didn't want him to feel bad, I was smiling. I was like, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's not painful. It's okay. And I I, I, I dealt with the pain and until they gave me, I don't know what they gave me, <laughs> but I just smiled and said, it's fine. It's fine. And when they were operating on me, I remember... Uh, you know, it wasn't local. They didn't give me enough anesthetic and I, I could feel the pain. I remember then I was in tears and pain. But as soon as they fixed me up and it was done, when my son came to the room, the, all the tears wiped away and I was smiling in. And I've got a picture of me smiling at once. It was all wrapped up. And that's what my son saw. So he realized, okay, that's how you behave. And that's an example that my son's taken. He, you know, he's he, he's not once complained to me. He's not once said, why me? Because he 
he's just mad because it is, it is it is what it is and he just carries on with life so the way you behave with the way you develop this attitude attitude that you what you'll find is you begin to show this an example as an example to your children and they will develop this attitude of gratitude naturally without even without even trying to do it um consciously so that's another side tangent tip that I want to give you in here. So in here, what was I saying? So that's number two. Number three is I want you to, it's, it, it leads on for number two, actually. I want you to think about when you go through your hardships, whenever you're going through your um, something that's, you know, strikes you down and you're really, um, it's a difficult time. And a difficult time for everyone is subjective. I, we really have to understand this, okay? What's difficult for one person may not be difficult for someone else. Difficulty and tests and tri- trials and tribulations are very, very subjective. They're personalized to you, your karma, your, your way of being, and your feelings and your sentiments and your belief systems. This is why this is a very personalized test or personalized life, <laughs> life path that we take. And it doesn't matter what the situation at every given moment in time, doesn't matter where you are, there are always people who are worse off than you. Now, you know, if you are struggling to make ends meet, there are people out there who are struggling to even um, put food on the table. And if you are one of those people who are struggling to put food on the table, there are people who don't even have limbs and they're, they're, they're working and so forth. So there's always, 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 irrespective of, you know, where, what your situation is, there's always someone who is actually worse off, who is in a more difficult situation than yourself. And then there, I saw this example, um, you know, because we, as we as humans are never happy unless we train ourselves to be happy. This idea that humans are never happy is a falsity, by the way. It's because we've trained ourselves never to be happy. We can, if we can train ourselves never to be happy, we can train ourselves to be happy constantly. Can I have, right? So there's, there's an example that I saw. I think it was either an animation or a, a picture, a, a, like pictures or something. I can't remember if it was, if it was a script or something. But anyway, the, I, the scenario was there's somebody who actually has um who's who's walking and he sees someone on a bicycle and he goes oh god i wish i had a bicycle and the bicycle person look you know goes a bit further and sees someone on a motorbike he goes oh gosh i wish i had a motorbike and the motorbike guy goes forward and 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 looks at the person in the car and um and thinks gosh i wish i had the car and the person in the car uh, you know goes a bit further and looks at someone else and has this guy has a porsche he's like god i wish i had a porsche and that the guy in the porsche is you know goes a bit further and he sees someone you know going into the private jet because gosh i would have a private jet so the idea is you're humans are never happy right and uh, and the the scenario was that but the person who's walking um goes in and the end end part is when the person who's walking goes past somebody who doesn't even have legs and they they are and they and they're moving moving ahead with their hands and he's like you know and the guy is being very helpful and say thank you god you're so merciful and he's the the guy who's walking asks the person who's on on the floor you know he's actually making his way with his hands um and he's like you know how can you be so happy and show you know be grateful he goes dude I have my hands. At least I can move from A to B. If I didn't have my hands, I wouldn't be able to move either. I'd be stuck in one place. And at that moment, the guy who was walking realized he'd been focusing on the wrong side. He Instead of looking on the left side where somebody had more, he had to look on the left side to see who has someone who's less. Now, I'm not saying focus on less and try to be content with what you have. Absolutely not. Um, I'm saying look at people who have less than you, be content with what you have, but 
drive and work towards the, you know whatever you want be it the bike the, the the motorbike the car the Porsche or the jet it doesn't really matter I'm not here to judge it if anything I should I think you should have big dreams anyway you remember me I'm, I'm a money person right but the idea is to be content and happy and grateful where you are right now you work for what more but you are happy and grateful for what you have there's a difference so it's not being discontent with what you have not being unhappy and ungrateful and going to this victim mode like why me and why is it not happening for me and da, 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 is actually showing thank you so much god for being so amazing thank you so much universe for being so amazing i have so much i'm so grateful for all of this i know you're bringing you know whatever my desires to me too i'm so grateful for everything so you are happy content with your current situation but you're also striving for what else you desire that is the ideal place to be okay so in, in order for you to do that in order the best way for you to you know, see the goodness in every situation is to look at people who have less than what you do. And this is why number three is super important. Okay. Now, number four, number four is I want you to actually take a break every now and again from your current life. Okay. And go out into the nature. We are so concerned with working and hustle and, you know, TV and kids and whatever else. We forget to look at nature. And I, I'm a big believer of going and hugging trees. I'm a tree hugger, by the way. I, and, and going barefoot on grass and really grounding yourself and really go out in nature. And if you can, every now and again, go out into complete nature, you know, into mountains and lakes and in the, into the, you know, into the woods and, you know, forest and what have you, whatever you're comfortable with and connect you with nature, you know, touch, feel, um, allow your senses to really, you know, uh, you know, really bring this, the nature towards you. A lot of the times we are too much in our mind, come back into your body. And you remember you're having this physical experience for a reason, come back into your body and go and, you know, touch the trees, smell the air, smell the flowers, you know, allow the, you know, the, the wind to, you know, to the breeze to, to, you know, be felt on your face and your arms and so forth, right? Really, feel into anything, feel, you know, bring all your senses to a line, you know, as I say, you know, you know, go, you know, come to your senses, as as I say, but you really do allow your senses to be um, titillated, you know, for you to smell something, you know, smell the flowers, smell the air, smell the the surroundings. You know, if you are eating, mindful eating, you know, be it chocolate or be it a piece of fruit or whatever your heart desires, eating slowly and mindfully so your, your taste buds can really feel the flavors. If you want to and, you know, uh, you know, if you are, I mean, I love walking on barefoot on grass, allow your feet to feel the, the, the all, every single grass blade touching your feet and just really soaking in the goodness of all the juiciness that's from, coming from the, you know, from Mother Earth. Really go and connect to nature. That's basically what I'm saying. When you do connect to nature, it disconnects you from your current rat race. Okay. And that is at the point when you're, you really feel connected to Mother Nature and then you can really put yourself in perspective and really take a big look at yourself. You are this one tiny person on this on this tiny planet, which is in this in this tiny galaxy, which is a tiny universe in multiverse. And, you know, there's multiple universes. Okay. Not only are there multiple universes, but there's also multiverses. There's a, there's different dimensions and whatever else you. So when you go down that path, you go down that rabbit hole, that's really going down that rabbit hole <laughs> that's for another another time but just really get in an understanding of who you are and how big are your problems compared to everything else and it really shrinks your issues your personal issues your problems your circumstances and then you realize you know how far you've come if you can't got this far you'll carry on going 
All right. It's it's to disconnect with that. Am I good enough? Is this okay? Am I fine? Just go away and just connect to nature. And I find it the easiest way. Now, probably the easiest way is if you can't go any further, go to the park somewhere. If you have a tree in, in your house or your home or your backyard, go and hug your tree. I promise you, trees are amazing living creatures and they will ground you and they will love you and they will nurture you beyond your imagination. So that's step number four. Okay. And the final tip is for you to really become mindful of your language. So a lot of the times we say things and we're not even aware of it. You know, why this happened? I can't believe this happened. Oh, this always happens to me. You know, stop talking like a victim. If you carry on talking like a victim, the universe will treat you like one and will carry on bringing situations which makes you out to be a victim. So regardless, irrespective of what's happened in my life, I, I am really happy and grateful. I don't have any ill feelings towards anyone. I'll, I'll give you another recent example. So I found out that my, um, my ex um, has married someone 30 years younger than him. You know, he's 48 and he's married a girl who's 20, she's she's from a very, very poor background from what I hear. And, you know, he's married her, this this 20-year-old young girl, uh, bless her. And um, and I know that I, the person who told me was trying to get some drama out of me. I had no ill feelings towards her or him for that matter. I did find it a bit peculiar that he married someone so young. But then again, who am I to judge? If they fell in love, apparently it's love marriage, it's not arranged marriage. If they fell in love, they fell in love, good for them. And um, he has, of course, he's initiated with me. So I, I sent him a message saying, congratulations on your life, on your marriage. I wish you uh, both, uh, you know, best of luck with the next chapter in life. And I wish you both um, happiness from divine synergy. Why would I be angry at him or her or be upset with the situation? Right. So you need to realize there's no need for you to be a victim. Things will happen. So what? Um, you know, it's, you know, another friend of mine said to me, well, he cheated on you and he's gone and married again and you you still haven't. There's no competition. It's only a, a competition if you let it be. Things will only be bad based on your attitude towards it. You have to decide how you're going to perceive things. When the way you look at things change, the things that you look at change. Let me repeat that. When you, cha- when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And this is really the key. I'm not concerned about who, who marries who and what. I'm really happy and content in my life. And this is what's important to me. So you need to stop playing the victim card and you need to stop using the victim language. Why me? Why now? Why him? It's not important. It's not important what's going on in somebody else's life or what's going on. You need to be focused on your life and you need to be very careful what language you are using to describe your current life. If you're saying, oh, this always happens to me. I'm always, you know, I'm always bad things always happen to me. And, and, you know, all this, etc. Then universe will give you more examples to prove um, what you said was true. If on the hand, other hand, you, you talk in a way that, you know, makes you feel grateful to Divine Sanjay. And, you know, Divine Sanjay always takes care of me. Things always work out in my favor. I'm always blessed. I'm always taken care of. Things are always working out. When you talk in with that language, when, when you talk with that kind of attitude, basically the attitude of gratitude, things always will work out for you. You may come across difficult situations. Who doesn't? That's part of the life, life cycle. We all do. We all know that that's going to happen. 
but it makes things a lot easier to deal with. And divine energy has ways to, you know, to, you know, they ways for miracles to show up for you in ways that you don't even know and allows you to come out of the situation in, with a lot of ease and grace and you are happy at the end of the day. So developing an attitude of gratitude is not for you to praise God. I'm not, I'm not saying it's all, you know, you always have to be happy with God and whatever else. I'm telling you to develop an attitude of gratitude so that you can live a life full of happiness and abundance because developing an attitude of gratitude is your first step to the path of prosperity. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I have enjoyed sharing it with you. I will be um, back with another episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do leave us a review. I do look at all my reviews and I will see you very, very soon. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.